Hey, welcome to Chaos in the Attic. I'm your host, Noor. I'm here to share all things that go on in my head, from thoughts to my opinions on things that I feel should be talked about and things that are just not addressed at all. I know we all have thoughts that we feel are not discussed, and I'm here to hopefully express some of those thoughts that you're having. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's get chaotic. Hi, before we get into today's episode, this is just a brief disclaimer. Just because I say something in today's episode does not mean that they are my set in stone thoughts and opinions that are set for life. Just like you, I'm an ever-growing human and I'm ever-evolving and my thoughts can change on a day-to-day basis and at any time of my life. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Chaos in the Attic or welcome back to Chaos in the Attic. I hope this episode finds you happy, healthy, well, surrounded by all the love, magic, and wonders that the world has to offer. I just experienced, well, we all just had the full moon in Virgo, the final lunar moon, the finer, what am I saying? The final full moon of this lunar year. And I just have to say, I mean, I would never ever use this word and I never don't, I don't even think I ever used this word in my own entire life, but it's just the only word that I can think of that just describes how, my, how I'm feeling. And I just feel really mellow. Like I want to say chilled out, but it's just not, it's like mellow. That's how I feel. And I really do feel like it's this moon. I feel like it just like calmed me, relaxed me and just gave me a boost in a good direction and I don't even know what that direction is in but I'm just feeling a lot more at ease and I'm really loving it so I'm curious how you guys are feeling how you if you feel any differently this week if you're feeling any differently over this weekend if you're listening to this on Monday on the day that it comes out which I believe it's going to be the 21st tomorrow is spring is the first day of spring which I mean, it's so weird that we put like timestamps on these things, but happy spring. I just remembered that. So the first day of spring is on the 20th of, I want to say May, like May feels more like the first day of spring, but of March, 2022, the first day of spring. And what I will suggest with this coming into spring is really, well, I've said this in the previous episode, if you listen to it, um, I talked about where I I talked a little bit about this full moon, how you can use it as a way to like do the spring cleaning and getting rid of the old, but I would, I mean, that's just like a general thing. I would suggest you do that because it always feels good when you create space to allow more newness to come in. You want to also just literally let those, the flowers the the seeds that you that you put into the soil sprout and grow during this time and i mean that in terms of like whatever you have been working on you know just giving it space to like now let it grow let it blossom and doing that in your own personal life as well with just 
your own emotions, you know, letting whatever you've been like holding in, whatever you've been um, not allowing yourself to feel, just let it all come out and release. And so you can blossom, so you can flourish and flower and be the radiant person you are. Um, Other things that I would suggest is I always like to eat as seasonally as I can. I feel like I go through the seasons each month, like every week. I just change up like the foods that I'm eating. I rotate them that there. I always feel like every month, basically, I feel like I'm eating summer, spring, fall, winter. I don't know if I said any of them twice. Anyways, I always do that, but just in general, going to your local markets and seeing the fresh produce, um, whatever is in season, getting those, a lot of just, when you think of spring, you think of vibrancy. So like thinking of those colors, those, just all of those bright fruits and vegetables that you can include in your diet. I mean, it doesn't matter as long as you're getting, doesn't even matter if it's in season or not, just hopefully you're getting some type of variety. But it's always just nice to really go into like the local markets and seeing what, um, or farm, sorry, farmers markets and seeing what they are bringing because whatever they're bringing is usually what is in season. And that's just something that I would always suggest because it helps your body also when you're eating seasonally, it helps your body adjust to this, to the seasonal changes. I don't know about anyone else, but I am someone who is very, very affected in terms physically of weather and of seasonal changes. For example, in hotter weather, my body just doesn't do that great. Like I physically don't feel the best as I do in cooler weather. And I think that's why I tend to love fall and winter. I love spring, early spring, because it's still cooler. But as a as we start to get into summer that's when things just kind of I just don't really vibe with but yeah it just helps your body to get into the new season gradually and effectively something that some people would recommend which is more an ayurvedic okay I can never pronounce that word practice is doing a kichar a I can't pronounce any words right now, apparently, and I'm having difficulty speaking, but Kichari, um, I'm probably saying that all wrong too, doing a three-day cleanse, that's just basically some, you people do it in different ways, the traditional way to do it is just white rice with split peas, yellow split peas, or mung beans, some coconut oil, some vegetables, turmeric, and different spices, cumin, black pepper, things like that, doing that, eating that for just three days, literally just that, can also help you transition into the seasons a little better. And yeah, I guess that's what my spring recommendations are for you. And also finding just hobbies that you can do outdoors. The sun is shining, the flowers are blossoming. Might as well take that time to spend it in nature and to surround yourself with like all the the upcoming arrivals in nature and in your life as well because that's what spring is all about it's all about i guess the that's why easter 
kind of correlates as well into spring because it's just like the birth, the rebirth of nature and the rebirth of yourself as well. And something I will, last thing I'm going to say about this is also, this is why it's, it makes a lot more sense to follow the lunar cycle rather than the the typical whatever I don't know what you want to call it I don't know what the word is for like the normal calendar just because it makes a lot more sense to have our new year so the lunar new year falls on I'm not sure the exact date right now um but it falls when the when the new moon the, with the new moon in Aries and yeah so it makes a lot more sense to be starting the new year now, if you think about it, than just randomly at the end of December. And the reason why I say that is because when you think about spring, like I just said, it's all about newness, like starting things, watching things blossom, watching things grow. So yeah, if if you're someone who probably struggled with making New Year's resolutions or you struggle, you don't really like the whole New Year's resolutions thing in December, you might be like might be more motivated or encouraged or just feeling the energy right now more so to do that so I would welcome that for you to just set some intentions and see how you can blossom through this season and this phase of your life and even if you want to take it this way this new lunar year but I'll talk more about that once the time is more closer to that anyways I want to talk about something similar and a little different than what I would normally talk about, but it kind of relates to last week's episode as well, which was about responsibility. And is more that was more about taking responsibility of your life. Now, this one, I'm talking about productivity. And I don't want to get into all of the whole work, 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 work till you die and you're not doing anything if you're not working 24-7. We all know that. And that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm just here to talk about If you are someone who has been struggling to be motivated, to be productive, or you know that you're lacking in that area and you're just struggling to really get things done, I want to give you my tips for productivity because I think it is important to be productive with your time because your time is valuable and how you spend your time is valuable. How you, you know, when you're how you spend your time is literally setting you up for the best possible outcomes hopefully so in saying that i'm just gonna start with i'm gonna give tips and then just talk a little bit about them as i go through um so the first thing i would suggest is taking one day just one day without you thinking productivity without you thinking of just like a normal day in your life And I want you to time how much you spend on every single thing you do. If that is how much time you spend cooking, how much time you spend scrolling on your phone, how much time do you spend working, how much time do you spend messaging and calling people, emailing, how much time do you spend in the bathroom, whatever it can be, literally time it all and then calculate it at the end of the day. If you want to do this for three days to get a more accurate like average, I would encourage that, but I mean, if you can't, if you don't want to wait, just do it for one day and let's and see where your where your base is at. Based on that, you can start to just acknowledge the areas where you're spending too much time that is just unnecessary, and areas that you're spending 
And then the amount of time you're spending on the things that you actually need to get done. So that's just like a rough outline for yourself to have. Now, in terms of how to get yourself to actually do something, I have a whole episode about this, but I always suggest having some type of schedule, some type of um, list to do this, whatever it might be that works best for you. And I will, I will probably um, link that episode in the show notes. But um, yeah, so having some type of schedule, some type of list of your most, I would start it off with the most important thing that you need to get done to the least important thing. And there are two ways to go about this. You can either start with the hardest things so that you can feel when you're, when you're ticking off the harder things, you feel more motivated or more encouraged to get the other things done because you know that you ticked off the top thing first. Or you can go about it and you start on the smaller things and build up to the bigger things that you want to get done. And it doesn't matter where you start. It just depends on your own personal, um, your, your personal preference and what you feel like works best for you. Some people will, work, will feel more motivated once they get the hardest thing done out of the way. And some people will feel more like, yeah, I'm taking things off. I can do this and just keep going and keep going by starting at the smaller things. So that's what I would suggest in terms of that. Other thing that I want to say is splitting. Once, if you're doing this on a, on a more scheduled thing, like more of a calendar thing, then this might not apply. But if you are doing it more of a to-do list kind of thing, is splitting your to-do list in half. So maybe you split it in half in terms of how you want to, where you want to spend the time doing the first half of things and where you want to spend the time doing the other half of the things. Maybe you're splitting it over two days, over a certain amount of hours in the day. It just depends, again, on you and your to-do list and what's on that to-do list. Um, also, something that I will suggest is writing down, and this is why the first step comes in hand, is handy in this area because you now you've seen how you actually spend time during the day and you can really now go into that and find where you can fit in other things or where you can strip away time from certain things that you're finding that you're spending too much time on like for example scrolling on your phone that's one example but anything else that you're doing that you feel like is not really supporting you stripping time away from that and adding where adding in the time to do those more those things that you need to get done or that you want to get done something else is taking more breaks and by taking more breaks during these things you are refueling your system to giving yourself back the energy that you need to refresh yourself to get things done more efficiently if those small breaks are to just scroll on your phone, if those smaller breaks are to just lay down, take a breather, if it's to go eat, if it's to go out and walk in nature, whatever that thing is that just gets your mind out and can refresh you in a positive way and recharge you, then highly, 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 highly suggest that. Those smaller breaks can be, like, think about it as school. You know, we have recess for a reason it's because well 
I don't think teachers really care. Maybe they do. Okay, I'm just, I just don't like school anyways. Um, like, there's a reason why we have recess. It's because you want to give children a chance to, you know, have a break, refresh, get something to eat, refuel their system. So you should treat yourself the exact same way because even if this is, if you're working in a, if you're working a nine to five job, I'm sure you're given breaks. Like if you're not given breaks then that's illegal, but if you're working, for example, if you're your own employer, give yourself the breaks because only you will know how much more efficiently you will work and how necessary that is for you because we can work and grind all day that only tires us out and then that just makes us unproductive and the whole point of this is to be as productive as you possibly can be so something else is to really find the time and this i'm not going to say i know that this is a luxury for some people but if you can find the time in the morning, first thing in the morning, to give or do something for yourself, you will be so much more likely to want to do the other things that you have to do throughout the day. If you can just give yourself that time, the first thing, the first thing that you prioritize in your day is you, then who cares about the rest of the day? It's like, oh, I did what I needed to do for me. If that's sitting and making yourself the most yummiest, delicious breakfast and enjoying that in your own time and space. If that's meditating, if that is drawing, if that is spending a little bit more time in bed, whatever that thing is for you, but doing something for yourself that's going for a workout, just take the time to do something for you. And if you can't do that first thing in the morning, then find time again. This is where your schedule again comes into play. Find time in your schedule where you can add in that little piece of self-care. And by self-care, I just mean self-soothing, something that you can do, even a self-care thing, honestly. Just something that can bring you back to feeling good within your own system, within your own body. Other things that can really help out is organization. When you're organized, at least for me, (laughs) organization is everything. And if you're organized, you will just automatically get into that headspace of wanting to do things. Organizing your workspace, your papers, putting them into the right piles where each pile matches with whatever they're supposed to go with. Organizing your emails, like I don't know how, if you can do this with with all emails, um, but some emails you can actually like put in, in your inbox, you can divide it into like work emails, business, whatever, business emails, um, personal, um, other things like just like promotional stuff. And if you can do that on your email, then that's great. That's just going to save you a lot more time. Other ways you can get through your email more efficiently is by saying, you know, like I'm going to answer certain amount of emails in this amount of time. That's one way. Another way is 
you know, literally writing down all the most important emails that you want to get through. Like if you know certain emails are coming at you at you, and you receive certain emails and you need to reply to those emails, writing those down, getting those out of the way, um, the promotional vid- emails, just delete them. Honestly, who cares? Unless you really want them and you enjoy them and you benefit from them, that's a whole other story. But they're just pointless. Just That's why it's great to have them in a whole other separate inbox because you can just automatically delete them. And then spending maybe your on your personal emails doing that once you're done with your work you know not spending that during your work time and your work time again just depends on what you're setting for yourself or again if you're in a nine-to-five job that's a whole other story creating some type of system will be so helpful so for example if you're someone who's just constantly like Every time an email pops up, you're looking at it. Or every time a phone, your phone rings, you look at it. And every time with that, for example, silencing your phone, putting on air, airplane mode, um, giving yourself, putting a timer on your phone if you have to of when you're allowed to check your email. Because look, to some people, this seems so strict and so rigid, but some people would really benefit from this. And if it's not for you, and if it feels too rigid for you, and you are already are productive, then great, that's great for you. But for anyone who's just really struggling in this department and just really needs that extra help, and if you're denying that any of these things are issues for you, just try it then. Try it and see if it does make a difference, if it helps at all. So, that way when you are just you know creating that system you're able to be more productive you're you're able to plan each part of your day better you know like how you're going to spend your morning your afternoon your evening and putting again with your with your goals in mind like again if you're doing the harder things first or the easier things first just depending on you and your personal preference And then something that I would just really, really highlight here is to emphasize is stop trying to handle one thing. I mean, two things um, at a time or more than one thing at a time, because that's very distracting. You're not going to be able to put your full attention to one thing. If you're putting your full attention to one thing, just one thing, you are most likely to get it out of the way faster than you are if you're working on 10,000 other things at the same time. And I am very guilty of this, where I try to do five things at once. And I just know that when I do that, I get nowhere. And I'm like, oh, I got a little closer. And I'll, I'll try to convince myself, you know, because I, I made this other thing, like I worked on it a little bit. And Now I worked on all these other things a little bit. So tomorrow I have less to do in those other things. And when I look at it in reality, when the next day comes and I come to work on one of those things, I just, I'm not satisfied with whatever I did the other day because my mindset just wasn't there. My mind was not fully focused on that one thing that I could have done and could have accomplished in a more efficient way. So that's what I'll say about that. And... This is something that I will 
definitely, definitely say is putting, this also goes with kind of like the planning thing is open your phone. And when you can go to settings, if this, if you do have an Android or an iPhone, whatever phone you're using, if this is possible, set time limits for certain apps. If you're finding yourself scrolling for hours on TikTok or on Instagram or on other apps that are just taking away from your time to be productive, set time limits. You can do that. And it is really useful because your phone will notify you when you've went over the time limit and it will shut down the app and you won't be able to use it. If that, and unfortunately, it will give you the option to like put like one minute more, 15 minutes more, just skip this for the day. If that is too tempting for you and you find yourself doing that, then just delete the apps. Delete the apps, download, download the app in your own time where you have specified that you're allowed to use those apps. But other than that, just, yeah, disregard them. So that's what I'll say about that. Now, in terms of motivating yourself, if you're just not feeling up to being productive, you know, you wake up and you're just like, why, why do I have to do any of these things? What is the point of this? And in those cases, in that case, here's what I'll say again. Prioritizing your happiness first thing in the day is so necessary. If you're not feeling it, if you're waking up and you're just not in the mood of doing anything, you don't even want to look at anyone, you don't want to talk to anyone, and you're just, you're not in the best mental health state, do something for you. Disregard everything else because at the end of the day, none of the other stuff matters if you're not enjoying yourself, if you're not enjoying your own time, if you're not happy within yourself because you're basically then a robot. You're just working off of something that just is not resonating with you. And something I will say to that is if you're just lacking any type of love towards the things you're doing, you're not going to want to do them. And that's obviously a whole other topic and a whole other conversation. But if that is the case, then just also sitting with yourself and asking yourself the question, am I doing this because I am being forced to do it? Or do I actually love what I'm doing and I'm just not feeling it right now? There is a really big difference with that. And in saying that, obviously there's circumstances where we do need to work on things that we just don't really like to do, we don't really care about. And that's fine. That is very normal. You know, we, there's not, we're not going to love everything that we do and that's okay. But if you're just dreading every little thing that you're doing, ask yourself, just really sit with yourself and be like, can I be doing something else that would bring me a little bit more happiness? Even if it's just a dot more, like whatever that thing is, but really just know that truly there is no, almost no point in doing any of the things that you're doing if you're not there mentally because it's just not going to be as efficiently done or as well put if you're not completely focused on it and you're not doing it with any type of care because your mind is just not going to be there, like I just said. Um, and also just taking the time to embrace all of those small successes. So 
even if you get the smallest things done in the day, if you've just done the most simplest thing, giving your, rewarding yourself in some type of way. And rewarding yourself can look like anything, just doing something that brings you pleasure, something that will bring you joy every time you complete a task. And that will encourage you, again, to go more and more and more. This is something I used to do when I was younger, is every time I would, for example, if I, I was studying a book or a topic, or studying for a test and I finished one topic, I would go outside and just breathe, or I would go make myself a small little snack, or I would read a book, like read a couple pages from one of my favorite books. And it's really funny when I think about these things, so I'm like, what? I don't even, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> apparently those were things that made me happy. And I, they, these are things that would make me happy today, but I just, it's funny. Anyways, um, yeah, finding those small little moments where you can enjoy reward yourself in some type of way it doesn't have to be extravagant you can go buy yourself things that's something i also did at the end of the tests i would go buy myself something i was i had some type of shopaholic situation going on but anyways (laughs) that was something that i did so just doing something again for yourself to reward yourself after any small little tasks that you do just to show yourself that you're giving yourself gratitude that you're being kind to yourself and that you're you're nurturing yourself, which is very, very, very important. And also try to avoid perfectionism with all of these things, with anything you do. It is so easy. And I am the number one person that can say this. It's so easy to fall into the perfectionist category of trying to make things so perfect that you just keep going back and back on it. That, as much as you think that's, that's going to help you, it is only making you less productive because now you're overspending time on something that w- is already good. It's already enough. You've already done it. And you're just now overthinking. So this is a good opportunity for yourself to work on the perfectionism, but it's also a great time to, you know, seek out support. Be like, if you have a colleague, a work colleague, or just anyone outside they can show your work to or show something to and be like, hey, what do you think of this? They're most likely going to say it's good, then you're good. And if they say, oh, it needs a little bit more, then yeah, maybe then you can add a little bit more. Or you can just be like, okay, that's what they think, but I'm fine with this. Seeking support through this all, through your productivity, can be very, very helpful. You know, if you're just needing to vent a little bit because you're overstimulated, you're overtired, that is great. Therapy is great. Friendships are great. Any type of connection that you can have with someone, with your fellow fellow colleagues, just talking it out and being like, yeah, this is how I feel right now. But then also just be mindful of not complaining because you don't want to be complaining because that can just be annoying if you're just sounding negative and complaining. So doing it in a, in a healthy manner, which I think I also have an episode on. I really don't know. But anyways, yeah, that's something I would highly, highly, highly suggest. And having just anyone, that an outlet to just, again, relieve stress is always important, which is why 
I say do the things that you love most first thing in the day and find time in between all of this to recharge your system so that you're not tired out. So at the end of the day, you can get into bed and feel like relaxed. Just you don't you're not thinking about the 10,000 other things that you have to do. You're not thinking about anything other than that. And the more I want to go back to like the first step that I said about like recognizing your own patterns of how you're spending your time, something that I was made myself very, very aware of is how much time I spent scrolling on my phone, researching things that just were honestly pointless. I'm just like, well, I want to say it's pointless. Like I just like to educate myself in certain random things but like it wasn't being productive to my other time to my other things that I had to get done or wanted to get done and because of that I wasn't able to get things done I wasn't things like I have read more books in the past three months than I've probably read in my life I've read so far I'm on my 15th book this year which I'm amazed by myself knock on wood because yeah I used to always find excuses of, as to, oh, I, I can't read or I'm a slow reader. Firstly, you build up your reading abilities through time. Secondly, no, I do. I did. I had a lot of time to read. I just chose to spend the time otherwise. I chose to spend it on other things. And yeah, just being really truthful and honest with yourself, like, Are you that person who's convincing yourself that I have no time? If you are that person, again, this is where the first step comes really in real handy dandy because you're looking at it and you can literally see how you're spending your time. And if you're, if you're actually don't have the time, then that, then I know, I recognize, I recognize that a lot of things that people are able to do are luxury, but if that's you, then if you're really looking at your schedule and there's absolutely no time, no space in any area that you can like be doing something for yourself or that you can be more productive in those time slots or whatever it is, questioning that and finding in that ways that you can break up your day more easily or break up your time so that you are actually being more productive in the sense where you're caring for yourself, you're caring about your work, you're caring about the people around you, you're caring about the other random things that you need to get done because it's all important. That is how you are. To me, that is what productivity is, is when you're caring for yourself, you're caring for all the other things around you. And yeah, so I know that there's a whole... The whole idea of just like overworking and again, that's not what I'm talking about here at all. I'm just talking about just really finding the time to be productive because yeah, it is an area where people do struggle in and I completely understand that because I used to resonate with that a lot and just I know it can be hard to pull yourself out of that mindset out of that headspace and get yourself to actually do things which is again the episode that I'll link in the show notes so yeah this is just how I find myself being more productive also just knocking things out in like in chunks sometimes helps and I personally like to do like the smaller dumber things in increments throughout the day it just like during those little breaks where I'm not, I'm, they're enjoy, they're enjoyable enough to take breaks with those things. 
And yeah, just making the time for yourself is very important. That's what I will say out of everything is finding the time to do something for you. I also just want to quickly note the importance of sleep when it comes to productivity because that's something that people find a lot of the time that they ignore the sleep, they ignore the rest and think that by doing that they're being more productive. If you're not getting the enough the rest that you need and the sleep that you need in order to thrive and be fully energized, you're just not going to be productive. It just goes along with everything else that I've said that you won't be productive if you're not feeling energized, if you're not feeling up to the task. So make sure that you're getting in your sleep because your sleep is what's going to help you, motivate you, make you more efficient when you're doing the tasks and the things that you need to get done. So please prioritize your sleep. Make sure that you're resting. So I hope that this was productive. I hope that this time was used productively, at least for me, of recording this episode, that it's going to be useful to you. And if you did find anything useful in this episode and you feel like a friend could find something useful in this episode, then I'd love for you to share it with them. Share it on your stories. Tag me in it. And just even share with me what you do to be more productive or what tips from here are you going to try and letting me know if any of these have or haven't worked for you in the past. And yeah, I would love to hear from you. Leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review, leave a comment. I always say leave a comment thinking like I'm on YouTube. Leave leave a rating, leave a review. I'd really appreciate it. Subscribe to this podcast, follow it because that truly, truly, truly does support me in more ways than you will ever know unless you are a podcaster. And if you're looking to work with a certified health coach like myself to grow and to just dive deeper into your spiritual, your physical, your emotional well-being, I would love to explore that with you and help support you in any of those areas in your life because you deserve to be the light that you are. And even if you already are there, maybe you want to amplify that more or maybe you want a deeper understanding of yourself or to look at something in a way that you haven't looked at it before and I would love to dive into that with you again taking your whole life experiences into consideration and that comes because you are so unique and you are so individual and nothing that you've experienced anyone else has experienced in the exact same way nothing that your body does is going to be the exact same thing that someone else's body does your emotions are based on your own life experiences everything that you've gone through and who you are and your personality and that depends on so much like your human design your astrological birth chart yourself your life experiences what you do and what you don't do it all just comes down to you and i would love to explore that with you and just support you in that area and the tip for this episode which I am really shocked by because my whole life I have went, okay, I don't want to say my whole life because I didn't know this my whole life until like I was in maybe grade nine, where grade nine or grade 10 when I started experiencing acid reflux. Anyways, after that time, I just thought um, peppermint tea is not good for me because that's what they tell you. They tell you peppermint tea triggers acid reflux and if it does for you then 
just avoid what I'm saying right now. But anyways, knock on wood again. I haven't had acid reflux in a really, really long time. But I've recently, I've spoken about this a couple of episodes ago. I have been going through GI issues. And when I say peppermint tea has been the one thing that has soothed my stomach in all four to five months of me experiencing these GI issues, I don't even know like what... I just felt intuitively when I was at the grocery store to just reach for the peppermint tea, ignore what has been told to me, and I just feel a lot better. And I'm very grateful for peppermint tea. So if you are <laughs> struggling with any GI symptoms or just you just need that refreshing tea, have some peppermint tea. And that's my tip for you. Peppermint tea is very, very soothing. So I'll leave it there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and I thank your precious ears for listening. And goodbye.